From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. Today is Monday, January 23rd. I'm Lisa Mullins in Boston. A Marine sergeant whose unit killed civilians in Haditha, Iraq in 2005, pleads guilty to dereliction of duty. A reporter with the unit shortly before the killings recalls the mood among U.S. troops back then. They believed that they couldn't trust anyone, and everyone was a potential assassin. Also today, Syria rejects the Arab League's call for President Assad to step down, and Yemen's longtime president leaves his country en route to medical treatment here in the U.S. BBC News with Sue Montgomery. The Iranian government has condemned European Union sanctions imposed in an attempt to stop Tehran's alleged nuclear weapons program, calling them illogical and unfair. A spokesman for Iran's foreign ministry said the measures were doomed to fail. The sanctions include a ban on imports of Iranian oil. The EU is Iran's second largest market. From Brussels, Gavin Hewitt reports. The EU has taken what it regards as both tough and unprecedented action. It has imposed an oil embargo on Iran and frozen the assets of its central bank. The EU buys 600,000 barrels of Iranian oil each day. That's 20% of Iran's output. Underlining the gravity of the situation, David Cameron, Chancellor Merkel and President Sarkozy issued a joint statement. In it, they said, Our message is quite clear. We have no quarrel with the Iranian people, but we will not accept Iran acquiring a nuclear weapon. The Kenyan president, Mwai has called for calm after the International Criminal Court in The Hague announced it's charging four senior politicians with crimes against humanity. The accused include two presidential candidates, Uhuru Kenyatta and William Ruto. They are alleged to have been behind the violence that followed the 2007 election, during which more than a 1,000 people died. They rejected the allegations. Mr Ruto insisted that he still intended to run for president next year. I am firmly in the race. To my worthy competitors, let us meet at the ballot. Let the will of the people of Kenya prevail. A U.S. Marine in charge of a unit accused of killing 24 unarmed Iraqi civilians in 2005 has pleaded guilty to dereliction of duty. The victims included women and children. Alistair Leithhead reports. The killings in November 2005 tainted the reputation of American troops in Iraq and fueled demands U.S. forces should not be immune from its justice system. Prosecutors at the court-martial at Camp Pendleton in Southern California said Wouterich had lost control after seeing his friend blown up in the bombing and had led his men on a rampage. He was charged with nine counts of manslaughter, among other things, but they were all dropped in a deal which saw him plead guilty to dereliction of duty, which carries a maximum sentence of three months in jail and demotion to a private. The first Egyptian parliament elected since the downfall of President Hosni Mubarak a year ago has chosen its speaker. He's Sa'ad al-Khatatni, a leading member of the Muslim Brotherhood. In the inaugural session, some of the new members of parliament improvised in the oath of office, adding pledges to God's law or to continue the revolution. Reports from Libya say fighters supporting the late leader Muammar Gaddafi are battling with militia loyal to the country's governing National Transitional Council in the town of Bani Walid. BBC News.
A protester has been killed in a clash with police in an ethnically Tibetan part of China in which activists say Chinese security forces opened fire in a crowd. The reported incident came at a time of great tension in Tibetan-inhabited parts of China, as Viv Marsh of our Asia-Pacific desk reports. Tibetan rights groups quoted eyewitnesses as saying the shooting happened in Sichuan province after several thousand people marched on government offices in Drago in support of Tibetan freedom. The demonstration was apparently prompted by arrests earlier on Monday, connected with the distribution of leaflets calling for Tibetan freedom. The official Chinese news agency...